Hello, everybody. We are the $5 Movie Club, a frugal group of movie watchers who, in our spare time, paranormal investigate, cryptid hunt, and monitor the cultural and culinary trends of South Jersey. You might be asking yourself, what is a $5 Movie Club? Well, the Area Cinemark hosts every Tuesday, $5, discount Tuesday, $5 ticket. If you feel so inclined to, Venmo me $5, and we'll have a ticket for you next Tuesday. (laughs) So the $5 Movie Club has seen several movies already this year. Today we're going to be reviewing the 10 horror movies we've seen so far this year. In the order that we watched them, they are The Unholy, Separation, Spiral, A Quiet Place 2, The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, Old, Escape Room 2, Tournament of Champions, Candyman, Nighthouse, and Malignant. So for what we're going to do tonight is we're going to go through, uh, as Julia said, our top 10 favorite. Um, We decided to go from worst to best movie according to what we thought was the worst or best not necessarily like how well they did in the box office or how good the movie was made um effects etc we're gonna go off of what we thought so the movie could be horrible but like if for whatever reason we enjoyed it you know that's our third best or whatever the case is so i'm gonna kick it off um i'm gonna I'm going to start off with Escape Room being the worst movie I've seen. So, Escape Room being 10, uh, The Conjuring being 9, Spiral being 8, Candyman 7, Separation 6, Unholy 5, Old 4, Nighthouse 3, Quiet Place 2, and Malignant 1. That's how I'm going to go with my worst to best. Um, I'm going to list mine before we get into just like a caveat before i go um i think all of these movies are watchable minus the conjuring three devil made me do it um my list goes conjuring three um quiet place two Candyman, spiral escape room old separation the unholy night house and malignant one um yeah. Go ahead, Julia. Okay, and my number 10 worst movie of the year is The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. Number 9, I have Escape Room 2, Tournament of Champions. Uh, number 8, Spiral. 7, Malignant. 6 was A Quiet Place 2. Number 5, The Night House. Four, Separation, three, Candyman, two, Old, and my number one best movie of the year is The Unholy. So we can start fighting now, right? So like, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, how, how is the escape room so like low for everyone? I mean, it's everybody's worst, right? No, no. 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 It's my second worst. I have mine at six. I mean, like, guys, it was a fun movie. It's something that, like, may happen to you at any time. It's not. It wasn't good enough for me to be able to suspend my disbelief. It was too unrealistic and not... It just wasn't good enough to 
hold up with the unrealness. Look, Escape Room 2 was Escape Room 1 with a different name. I mean, it was bad enough. Bad enough the storyline is goofy. Um, You got... (laughs) The whole New York City is an escape room. It doesn't make any sense. How, How do you get some elaborate... You could have cut it off at one and done an escape room two tournament of champions where it had nothing to do with one, then maybe that movie would have been bumped up. But given that you want to throw it as a sequel that didn't really need a sequel, you could have just did tournament of champions, brought back the people you liked in the movie that people liked, and you know, whatever. I think they need a third. To kind of like bookend this, I'm hooked. Um, it is, it's such a dumb movie. Like it's not good, but like it is so much fun. And like, I don't know. Like, yeah, they get, they they really go. They really shoot for the stars with with the Escape Room movie. And it's really dumb, and it feels like you're watching a knockoff movie, like a, a bootleg movie. But we were in theaters. I don't. Know, I, I had a blast with it. It it, it was. In, I think it was my number six film. But like, it feels like you guys disrespected it. Um. Also, how like I feel like Julia. I was shocked about Julia putting old so high. I mean, I have old at four. Mine is high up for personal reasons. Really, all of these are for personal reasons. But M Night Shyamalan and again, Candyman is like the movie wasn't good, but in my heart, it has a a place. I wanted to like it so much. I was so excited to see it. It really didn't hold up to my expectations, but it's still near and dear to my heart because it is about Candyman. Even though the movie wasn't really about Candyman, no, it was about That was the problem. It was about his girlfriend and he was barely in it, but I just the expectation of it is why it's so high on my list. I just love the character of Candyman. And the aesthetic of him. He has the right. best wardrobe, but the movie is about everyone else but Candyman. And he just has these cameos. And, like, it just it didn't feel... You have too many characters. You, you, you're throwing in too many characters in this movie that play no part in the movie. Unless you're deciding to make a part two... Which, if that was the case, then it makes sense. But, I mean, the girlfriend was the main character of the movie. Not, you know, it, it had nothing to do with anything Candyman related. It was the, the, the brother had a huge part. Why was the brother such a, a, a big part in the movie? Why was the dad a big part in the movie? <laughs> I mean, the, unless you're going to touch back on maybe the dad was... I could I see them making a sequel to this where she's Candyman, like the girlfriend. That would make sense. It all leads up to her becoming Candyman. I'm like, deep that, down. That would kind of make it all make sense. But then what happens to him? Like, we, we are all Candyman deep down. That's what I got from that movie. Yeah, because... Everyone has the ability to be Candyman, if you believe. Yeah. I well, really think that's the, nah. the follow-up to that. No. She will become Candyman in the future. Um, I have I have a note on a Quiet Place too. It just it feels like a Quiet Place one. Like it's the same exact movie, 
but also like they really hone in that um john kavinsky is like a better man than all of us so he is like that's all they talk about they're like you know what my dad is better than you like the end of the day he made a movie about like how much man more manly he is than you and it's just weird but escape room was no different it was it's the but, like, they're not, they're not throwing it in. Yeah, like, they're throwing how this girl's, like, so smart because she's, like, in school or something. I will argue, <laughs> I'll argue that A Quiet Place 2 was better than the first one for the fact that John Krasinski wasn't in it. They just talked about him the whole time. And it really made me think that Cillian Murphy blew him out of the water in his own film. And Cillian Murphy should have played the dad in the first movie. He should have been in it from the beginning. I listen. I thought it was good. I the, loved it. The only reason it's so high on my list, well, it's like smack in the middle of my list, but all the points are for Cillian Murphy. I mean, it's my number two. I guess if I wanted to be nice, I would flip flop maybe that and old. But then again, I would put old back at four because the more and more I think of old, I. I don't know. Yeah. There wasn't nothing really that scary. That I mean, like it was more of a hmm. I wonder what would happen, and I didn't really get. I don't know the 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 concept of it was interesting. You know, you 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 go to an you had everyone had some sort of illness. You know, whatever it was, the, the lady had a tumor that grew you know, the size of a watermelon or whatever they just, cantaloupe, whatever they said. And it got, you know, like... They're the same size. Yeah, true. But you you have this this concept of aging, but then it turns out to be Big Pharma. The ending made no sense. I'll give you that. But it's not supposed to make sense. It's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. They... They really made the bad guys to be the good guys and the good guys to be the bad guys in that movie. I just, I wanted to like it so much. I will say that Candyman had better makeup than old. Like, I The only thing I loved about old was that the <laughs> mid-size sedan. Yeah, yeah, mid-size sedan was... All the points for mid-size yeah, sedan. Yeah, yeah, that's the one reason it got number four was because of mid-size sedan. But also the little boy reminded me of Tattoo from Fantasy Island. And I thought, <laughs> I was just wondering, the look, the plane, the plane. But he didn't say it. I mean, like, he didn't grow up yet to be tattooed, so. There's a lot of good, like, moral conversations that we had after we saw Old. And, like, a lot of loopholes. And it was, there's some great memes. And I think Old was a fun time. Um, what are your guys' favorite, like, surprise movie? Like, going into it, you, you had, like, low expectations, but then you came out and you're like, shit, that was actually pretty good or like someone else needs to see this um because like we've saw some movies like this year like you you do when it's five dollar movie club with like zero expectations i mean honestly i don't think there's any that surprised me like nothing was better than i thought it would be a lot of these were worse than i thought we would be they would be there (laughs) are several movies on this list that i had extremely high expectation for and was extremely let down I mean, The Conjuring is my favorite series, and that movie is number ten on my list. Yeah, that was that was pretty low. That I was mean, the letdown. Yeah, I at least put it at nine. I was so upset. It it, it failed at every checkbox. Like 
the, the only one that was like really a shocker to me was the unholy because i didn't know what we were getting into and i realized like this is a fun movie and like the only oh no not unholy um uh separation because it's the guy who did the boy and the boy two and then then you find out he does another movie with toys in it, and he's got this weird toy fetish where he just has to... does have a weird toy fetish. <laughs> yeah. But, like, Separation was so much fun, and it's so angry. Like, I left the theater angry but happy. Who was it that I kept thinking that guy was? Orlando Bloom or something? <laughs> yeah, you kept saying he looked like he Orlando does look, Bloom. He's, like, discount Orlando Bloom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept saying this is fucking Orlando Bloom, but, like, not Orlando Bloom, but it is... The best part of Separation was Troy James, and you only see him for, like, 30 seconds throughout the entire movie. Like, his character was the scariest and the best, and they barely use him. He's in, like, the whole trailer, and it looks so cool. But then in the movie, he's just not there. They they did not use him enough. Well, that's because trailers are meant to be the, the best, best thing. Part of the, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why I never watch trailers. They bring you into the movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't watch trailers anymore because I'm going to go see it anyway, so I might as well be shocked and, and horrified. Um, I only saw trailers for Conjuring, Candyman, a million spiral trailers for like three years, and Quiet Place 2. I've seen like for like two, three years we were watching Quiet Place 2 trailers. Malignant, we saw the trailer. Julia sent us the trailer. You sent us the trailer for it, and then I saw the trailer on my own again, and then it might have been in the movies when we saw one before. But I, the rest, I didn't go in knowing what the movies were about. And I must say that probably was the reason I didn't... That's probably the reason I like certain movies, because I had no clue what they were going to be about. Like, Nighthouse... Nighthouse was stupid, but I liked it so much. And like I was telling y'all, Nighthouse was like The Matrix, but no Keanu Reeves, no bullets, no cool action, no Matrix, no Morpheus, no telephones, nothing. But it was no, no. The the, the telephone played a big role. (laughs) Okay, well, it was basically The Matrix without The Matrix, because. She didn't know what was real. The house was real, but the house is not real. But then her husband like is dead and grips her up. And then it's like, nah, I'm not dead. I'm nobody. And then it's just like, but, <laughs> I I'm, but I'm real, but I'm nobody. And it's like, um, I, I don't know. It, 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 it would have made Patrick Swayze happy, though. To have seen that movie. I feel there was some real Patrick Swayze energy in that one scene. And it didn't fit in the movie, but no, you could tell everyone no. saw a ghost. Um, and also, shout out to the like her friend. She gets like the best friend of all the movies we've seen award. Yeah, she actually like is a good friend. I feel like she was that. doing the bare minimum though. What? <laughs> what? She dove in the water to yeah. save her friend. Was about what to was shoot the last would you not you save do- someone though? Like if your friend was. I would just yell, hey, I can't <laughs> swim. I can't no, swim, I would just but... yell, like, I would just yell the name because you would hope that they turn around and say, oh, <laughs> shit, I got a gun in my hand. But what if they didn't? I mean, you tried. I don't know if we should You're just going to let spoilers. them. You tried. Look, the friend. All right, let's. Uh, do you want to go down a list of friends? Yeah, let's go down a list of I, friends. Okay, okay. The, all right, listen, friends. Um, the Conjuring was the worst friend. The guy got drunk. Okay, the, okay. Conjuring, 
no no good friends there. They didn't need friends. They had the power of love. Ed and Jeff. Lorraine Warren. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so love. So we'll Couple put love. Goals. Okay, so, all right, so <laughs> let's put love. Hashtag couple goals. As love was number one friend right now. Who can beat love? Escape room. You had the, you, you had the fucking kid who did not know her at all. And you have this kid who knows nothing about her until they go through an escape room. And then he literally does everything for her. He fucking drives to New York. From where were they? Detroit. They were in Detroit, Detroit, Chicago, or some shit. And he lost his job for her. Yeah, so he lost his job. So we'll take love out. He didn't have the PTO to love. Take off. Like, he just love didn't lose its job for. Okay, but he had nothing going for him. If he anything, got a job. He, he, he a said job. he was going to class. But like, she had her shit together. He only has stuff to gain from being her friend. He was at a grocery store, barely keeping his job as it was. I feel like hanging out with her, he could get a better job. They were still good friends. Though. Okay, so for you, I'll keep love as number one friend. So I think the night house had the best friend. The fact they had the two best friends, the neighbor, the old guy. He lied though. He lied. No. Nah, he's not. I don't a, trust him. Yeah, nah, the old old man. You're gonna nah. see my husband with another woman and not tell me. Yeah, we're not friends. We're not so friends you know, after you that. You know, he was doing the same thing to his wife. You know, well, all right. He's not the best friend, so we'll cross that out. So, um, so what about separation? The uh, the the no babysitter. Was, no, 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 not even the babysitter. His friend who was the comic artist. Oh yeah, the, the he the, was the a the bad owner. friend. He was horrible. He was like, nah, bro, we're not gonna do no. Co- we're not gonna go back to your comics. So is he the one? He had like Joe Rogan energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So he's the one. He owned a comic book company or whatever a firm i don't know what it what it was he said it was and that was like his friend they grew up together they like were like brothers but he tried to tell him yeah i'm thinking about reviving my old comics that got me famous and rich and he's like and eh, no nah, i just want you to ink for me like i just want you to get a job i don't i mean to be you. fair i don't think he ever really told him what he'd be doing and then the guy turns around and he's like, oh, I got this new job. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're just going to be inking. Like, I feel yeah. like. We'll give him two. Because, okay, for right now, we'll put him at two. But also, Second he has like Joe Rogan energy. He's like, have you ever done ayahuasca? Like, no, that was his. No, that no, was his friend. That was his. That was a co-worker of his. Yeah. Man, so we'll put like, co-worker. And we'll put him at three then. We'll put. Uh, they were like the same guy. We'll put Peyote Man. Yeah. <laughs> Peyote Man at two. Peyote Man. Peyote Man saved the day, so we'll put Peyote Man Okay, I understand that, but, like, why did they feel the need to lay crystals on the ground next to them? Did that help the experience? Because he was yes. high as shit. Yeah. He didn't know what the fuck he was Does doing. Does that really help your high, the crystals? I mean, Once you're high, everything helps your high. Also, like, those crystal people, people who love crystals, they want to be around crystals all the time. Women, the actual yeah. rock. It's weird. So... We'll put Peyote Man as number two right now. Love is like, still. There's love some, is like, still. Look at Spiral. There was no friends in Spiral. There yeah. was no friends in. He, he did have a friend in Spiral. I mean, all the white cops were really good friends. Yeah, but but you, but you he can't had, trust white cops. He had the, the 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 chief of police. That was his friend. Wasn't that his dad? No, oh, his, right, right, no, no, right. no. The chief of police was his dad, and then then it was his friend. Yeah, yeah, but they was they were tight. Yeah, but not tight enough. Like Peyote Man and Comic Book Man. Yeah. 
and love. Yeah, you're not talking about Iowa. They're like the cops aren't doing drugs together. No, they're shooting. You know. Yeah. They're 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 committing crimes and then being mad that like somebody ratted on him for committing yeah. crimes. Okay, so I will say, I feel like a quiet place too. Cillian Murphy and John Krasinski. It was kind of cute how they were sending each other smoke signals. There was like. A nice like bonding bromance going on with like the smoke signals and the fire. It it fizzled out because at some point the wife even asked, she's like, If you knew we were out here, why didn't you come get us? And he's like, Man, I don't know. I don't give a but shit. But just like where they were sending each other signals, which you do see in the first movie, that was kinda that was kinda nice. Alright, so do we replace him with comic book guy who just wanted his friend to ink as number I th- three? I think so. Alright. So, Murphy. All right. The Unholy didn't really have any friends unless you talk about yeah. the paralyzed kid. The, 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 the deaf girl and the deaf girl and, and what's his name? Um, the photographer. Okay. Weren't they friends? Because yeah. remember, he's I don't know. Like, they kind of were. More than, the, more than the kid. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and uh, Cricket. Cricket. <laughs> They were they were friends, you know, or or him and a cow because he was also yeah they but, were friends not in a weird way but, but they not were like friends. I don't think they're, they're not I don't think they're better than like definitely not anyone okay. else on this list unholy he had a baby by his friend and then she died but were they really friends I and mean, they knew each other for like two hours. Can we really yeah. say anybody there was friends? Yeah, no, I don't no. really. I mean, I guess the best friend would be Midside Sedan and the Lady Gaga looking girl. But <laughs> But also it was it was also like 20 or like 40 years, like you know, like time it, it was 2 hours, it was X amount of years like... I got the friend that can beat out love. The power okay. of love. The sister from Malignant. I agree with that. Yeah, she, the sister. So that because they weren't the sisters, they weren't real sisters. They were friends, except they were sisters. They were like sisters by like law. Yes, because they. But in she the was end, adopted. That's in how, the end, she looks at her and says, "You are my real sister." I, I never want anyone to tell. Which me is kind of shitty because she told her in the beginning. She's like, "Uh, yeah, you're not my sister. I want real." Family. She's like, "I want a blood bond." Which is such a weird thing to say when you're, especially when you're in an abusive relationship. Like, she needed all the help she could get. Nah, man, she didn't. She needed a blood bond. She had the blood bond. Well, not. Un- Unholy was, I think, the only one that probably just didn't really have a friend. Candyman. Can- so, Candyman. He had friends. They had the brother. They had but the, the brother, brother. They were a couple. The. the that don't make them friends. I mean, they seem like they cared about each other. No, she kicked him out of the house because he was breaking mirrors. That ain't yeah. friend. That, you're not a friend. I'm gonna kick your friend out for trying to save you from Candyman. I think I think we're talking best friends. It's the brother and the sister. But the brother came in acting tough when he was already half Candyman, and that made me say, Nah, he, you know. I mean, the brother was definitely there for her when she, like, went back to get her stuff. He was definitely a supportive brother. But is the, can he beat out the power of love? Yes. Um, I think so. He, he was a good brother. If I mean, he were to fight the power of love that the Warrens had, the power of love that the Warrens had would win. I don't know about 
I mean, if we want to get real, I feel like love is what saved Ed and Lorraine in the Conjuring universe. But the Conjuring 3 was literally so terrible that Lorraine Warren died after they wrote it. Yeah, well, unfortunately, that's what happens when, you know, when these movies get written and they're so bad. She read that script and said, I would rather pass away. And she did. Rest in peace. Yeah. I I still think the Night House has the best friend. All right, so then it's a fight between Night House... You got the sisters from Malignant, and then I guess it would be a tie for Peyote Man and the Power of Love. I would say Malignant. Malignant as one? Because they found out they weren't sisters and said, I still love you as a friend so much that you're my sister again. She got shot in the mm. Sorry, I don't want to spoil, but... She basically... We've given up a lot of... Spo- we should just put a giant spoiler alert in the beginning and all... That's fine. I That's mean, if all. you're listening to a Us podcast too. of movie reviews and you haven't seen the movies, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. If you're upset about spoilers... I do spoilers, know what to tell you. Don't watch the movie um, Escape Room. I mean, that's it But sure. do watch it for research purposes. I recommend all the movies on this list. Except for A Conjuring 3. I really don't think anyone should watch it. The devil doesn't Unless make the, anyone do anything. Uh, the devil made us watch The Conjuring 3. <laughs> so, safe to say, Malignant, uh, Nighthouse, and then Peyote, Man, and Power of Love. Those are like our top three best friends in these horror movies. I would put Ed and Lorraine above Peyote Man, but yes. Okay, so then we would... I don't know. We kind of saved... You're right. You're right. So we'll do Malignant. We'll do... Um, Ed and Lorraine's love never faltered once. Nighthouse. She had his heart medicine on her at all times. Ah, that's true. So that might... That might be two then. So is it official? We're going to say Sisters as one. Power of Love as two. And then we're going to go with, um, I guess, teacher yeah. pals as three yeah, for Nighthouse. Like, that's, fair. that's fair. Also, the power of love helped Scott Pilgrim. It did. It did. Yeah, that, but like, that's an unfair advantage because power of love is in a lot of movies. There's also a song called The Power of Love. I think it's, did we ever really sing it? Regardless, the power of love, I guess, would be number two. But it doesn't beat out the blood bond that she did not have with the sister that she could have had if she just... With her brother. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that she met her real mom and did not care at all that her mother was, like, in the room with her. I don't even think she said hi to the mom at all. Didn't say hi, didn't give her a hug, didn't wave. I would say at some point the mom, like, cheered... Their mom is literally lying in a hospital bed, like, cheering them on, and is not acknowledged once. She's like, go, daughter, go. And she's just like, shut the fuck up. She's like, my sister's here. <laughs> yeah, my non-blood blood bond sister is here. Which leads me to ask this. I guess, what movie was the scariest? I don't know. I don't... 
non like it doesn't have to be monster scary it doesn't have to like i don't know about scary a quiet place too was my most stressful i don't think my blood pressure has recovered since i watched it like my nerves were shot the entire time that was just stressful i have not known peace well quiet place 2 originally was my favorite movie um when i was thinking about the movies and writing them down. I guess I fell in love with Malignant because it was just so stupid. But I saw more... Malignant didn't scare me. So I I guess I guess Quiet Place 2... I mean, if I run down the movies, Escape Room did nothing to me. Conjuring, as much as I do like those movies, and they do kind of creep me out, and I sleep with the TV on usually after I see them, did nothing for me. Chris Rock, there's nothing scary about Chris Rock, so that did nothing for me. Candyman was just gentrification, and that I mean, did nothing for me. there's nothing scarier than gentrification. Yeah, true, but I live in a gentrified area, so I would rather that than, you know, uh, separation. There's not, I mean, divorce is so common, so, like, what's so scary about divorce? What's so scary about <laughs> nannies, you know? There's nothing scarier. Yeah. You know, the unholy was, like... Bad accents, maybe it's scary, but old. I, I guess it. Was, I, I guess I put it a tie between old and quiet place too for like scariest, quote unquote. Because old, you, old gives you that 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 feeling of we are afraid to get old. We don't want to get old. Whatever, like that whole thought of getting old and dying and all that. But the fact that in one hour they age, what was it, seven years or something? That's pretty wild. To think that if I decide to take a nap, I would wake up and be like 95 and dead. If I decide to take like a four-hour nap. Like that is kind of creepy. But also there was a way out, so... Was there though? Because like yeah, most people died though. Like the yes. kids escaped, but like... Personally, like, would I be able to escape? Be able to escape that beach? Would you probably have not. The way out. Honestly, I would probably give up. I would lay down and I would take a nap and pass away peacefully in my sleep. Okay, That's so right. then I guess it goes back to old not being that scary. Then. I mean, I think it is scary because it's like. That is that is the one situation but like, out of most of these movies that's like the most inescapable. That an escape room. Well, they escaped an escape room. But Not I, all of them. But I wouldn't have escaped. Two of them twice escaped an escape room. I don't have it in me to try that hard. And I guess three, if you. But let's not talk about that. Also, Spiral. If you put me in one of those saw traps, I'm not even gonna try it. Just let it get me. But none of those saw traps had me freaking out. You know, like the original when you had to either saw your leg off. I guess saw just got too too like wild. They were bit. gross to watch. Yeah, they, I, I they, think, they didn't I have think, a way out. Like these saw traps were harder to escape. Well, he, he was killing them. So, yeah, he just was killing yeah. them. Like, but the the thing about these saw, saw gives you a fighting chance. I guess saw we're so numb to saw. We've seen saw. Yeah. What is it? Eight saw movies. Yeah. You know, we we've seen so many saw that we're like kind of numb to them. Quiet Place 2, I hate silence. I guess personally, I hate silence. Like, I cannot sit in a silent room and listen to, like, 
my ears. If you were in a quiet place too, you'd just say, fuck it, I'm going to listen to my favorite song one last time. Well, I would put the headphones on like the kids were doing. You know, not listen to music, but I would probably, at some point, you know, I snore, so I'll probably fuck up and die without even that's knowing. That's true. I would be dead in a quiet place, too. I guess that's the most stressful thing is that you got to be quiet. And that one is stressful because it's it's so unknown. Because you can be quiet, but then you never know when something's going to make... You could, like, one sneeze and you're dead. You could be completely silent. You, you like, sneeze or cough, and then you're dead. I like, can click my pen and probably be dead. Unless you're on an island. Well, yeah. I mean, but eventually that didn't save them. Like, well, yeah, they were they were a little irresponsible. You know, they got caught slipping. A night house, I guess. I, I would hate for the night house to happen to me. I just hate having nightmares and 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 sleepwalking. Well, I don't know if I ever sleptwalk, but like sleep paralysis. So everything she went through in the night house, I would not want to go through. But I, I wouldn't put it, like, I could survive that. Since you would my, survive, but, like, at what cost? Because that is terrifying. Well, I could, my mom's house was haunted growing up. I'll tell you all the time, like, my mom's house was haunted growing up. So I'd hear shit all the time and see shit all the time. So I could survive that, but being quiet, you know, what if I accidentally dropped my phone and I'm listening to music and the headphone popped off? Or whatever. What if I like, mean your phone will probably pause. Like yeah, that was a yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was stupid. This is twenty twenty one. What if like my what if I get hungry and my stomach rumbles and then I'm right. like fuck I'm about to die because my stomach decided to rumble. Yeah, so I agree. I guess a quiet place too would be. I, I don't. I don't. I just, it's just I was so stressed they were watching all that movie. Scary in their own right. Um, all right. So what was scary about the unholy? I mean, would you want that to happen to you? There's nothing scarier than mob mentality. Yeah, mob mentality in the Catholic Church. I don't yeah, want any part of that. The hubris of the church. Scariest thing of all. Yeah, like. Alright, I guess and, everything and then, has like, their own scary part. Mummification and like, you got bleeding statues. Like, I don't want to experience any of that. Agent Chris Rocks. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if I, I don't want to be in a salt trap, I don't want to be on an island where I get old, don't want to be in an escape room where I die. If I were in the movie Candyman, I would simply not say Candyman. Yeah, I feel like Candyman might be the one that... I'm fine, yeah, I don't live in Chicago. But then he does kill other people randomly sometimes. That was my one. That was one of my issues with that movie, is it's unclear, because... In some of the movies, he only kills people who say it. In other movies, he kills, like... In this one, he killed the cops because she summoned him to kill the cops. Right, but, like, they didn't say it. Like, she said it, she survived. The cops didn't say it. They were killed. So are you safe if you don't say it? I guess you're safe if you're far away, but if you're close, you're not. Like, also, like... I don't know, the whole thing is just death. Like, the idea, like, they, they, there were so many continuity errors. Um, and, you know, like, you, you might just be regular and uh, some guy in a laundromat's just like, I'm going to fuck with you. Like, it's... The movie had so much potential. It had a really good cast. It had really good practical effects. 
the story did not hold up. Yeah, and like we've seen, there was a few things this year that were really good at practical effects, and then the rest are just really shitty CGI. Like Malignant, the the makeup in it um, was great. Yeah. They deserve all the awards. James Wan deserves a statue built. Separation, terrible CGI. There were a couple moments where I was really, really struggling. Same with The Unholy. They used... That too. The The Unholy was great, though, because the, The Unholy was... I think it was just, like, thrown together how... Separation, Unholy... You would kill, like, a project in school. At the last Specifically, minute. Separation, Unholy, and Old all had dripping blood effects in them, and in all three movies, they were terrible. In the year 2021, we should be able to create blood dripping and have it look semi-realistic, but also there's no reason to not use practical effects for that. There's no reason that you should CGI blood pouring out of a statue. Yeah, no, because you could just get blood and pour it out of a statue. Um, although, like, the statue was rented um, from a religious guy, so who knows? Like, who knows if, if the, everything would have been different if it wasn't a COVID year? A lot of places were delayed filming and editing didn't happen, so who knows? I think my biggest problem with a lot of these movies, we, we waited for them for so long because of COVID, but not just that. One of my biggest thing with Candyman, I think if it were just, I, I feel like they just slapped the Candyman sticker on the movie and said, let's put this out in the store. Or let's put this out in the movies. Right. Like you would smack a, I don't know, like Nike or, or whatever and sell it for like $40. I, I feel Candyman was kind of like that. Candyman, you smacked the Candyman label on it and said, here's a movie. But in reality, I think if you would have made that movie not Candyman related, but like some other, I don't know, villain, that movie would have worked. It felt really forced. I really enjoyed the whole like transformation body horror of him transforming. Really cool. So even like the the beehive in his the side of his face, the skin, all that was so great. Only for them to rush and have the other guy chop off his arm and give him a hook when he was already going through the transformation they didn't have to do that's what that's what i'm saying they they wanted you take the candy man off and he's just going through this transformation whatever could have been a spider could have been a tick could have been whatever whatever bug what you wanted to use to bite him whatever transformation scorpion whatever transformation you wanted him to turn into that movie could have stand stood alone by itself without the Candyman label. Same thing with Spiral. Spiral could have been a very interested, twisted, you know, bloody movie that did not have to have the Saw tag. Oh, I, I like the Saw tag, and I hope they make more of a Spiral. But you could have, but what I'm saying is, though, it was bad. Be- to me, it was bad because I was expecting Saw. And I got like one third Chris Rock comedy, one third like. One third Chris Rock comedy, one third of like, let's tell you how much this is Saul, and then one third of like Chris Rock acting like an average great cop. You I know? mean, I did think Spiral was a good movie. It's towards the bottom of my personal favorites list, but it's like towards the top of my best made movie list. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not taking away from like how the movie was made. Like, 
personally, a lot of these should be a lot lower than what they are. But yeah, I, like I just the production quality and spiral doesn't great. Like it was yeah, great. It was like great. yeah, no, it was a beautiful looking film. So it was Candyman, and the unholy and separation should be at the bottom of the list, and and even like uh, I don't know, Malignant. Oh, they they did a lot in Malignant. But Malignant also had bad like Malignant also had a lot of bad stuff that you could have been like, what the fuck? But like, like I think how did that was intention. But I'm saying, how does she drive to a? How does she drive miles and miles and miles and miles and miles to an old hospital, find records, and then not fall off that cliff and then drive back to her mom's house and have her mom still be up? Like her mom was old, she probably would have fell asleep. I think she got back like five in the morning when her mom was waking up. Regardless, like how how she how did all this stuff happen in one day? But it would have taken hours and hours and hours. And hours I mean, we, we we don't know that because they said it was like right on the outskirts of town, like right outside Seattle. You have a castle. Right, right, but right outside. So, so right outside of Jersey could be PA. Yeah, right outside got, of Jersey could be Delaware. Right outside of Jersey could be New York. You know, like like that would be like the the equivalent of going to like. I'm assuming I'm assuming the distance of I don't know like what, what's a South Jersey town that like everyone knows Camden it's Camden of going like Camden to like Burlington which is 25 minutes or like, it could be going from like Cape May to Philadelphia with no with no highway you know yeah like, no, but like, I don't know they said it was right outside of town so right right I'm, but right outside I'm assuming of, it's under under 30 minutes but right outside of town. New York is right outside of town if you really want to put it like that. Well, yeah, no, you know, because that would be like Portland. I mean, but how hard would it like what I'm saying is regardless, I still think it was great though, but like that that stuff, that stuff was what had me thinking this was wacky. And her sister was only like 21 and a struggling actress. Realistically, whatever type of car she owned would it have even made it to the hospital? She would have broke down on the way. Guys, point. it was a 30-minute drive. That you assumed, though. Yeah. You assume it was Look, a 30-minute drive. Look, my old 2003 Toyota Corolla could go across the country if I wanted it to. Yeah. Before, before my accident. Like, that car, the car she was driving was fine. So could my car, but... Yeah, like, we could get in your car right now and go to California. But could we make it back? Probably. Would we make it back? No, we'd get killed along the way. Exactly. A lot of that stuff is forgivable. I mean, the movie Separation, some of the worst editing mistakes I've ever seen in a movie. Scenes that were completely flipped. Like, they literally edited the scenes out of order. But, like, these movies were enjoyable. It was. Separation I mean, so, is, so like, was, like... So was Spiral and stuff like that. I mean, they, they were enjoyable, too, but... Like hey. my, my biggest knock was just like you're like conjuring. You're throwing the conjuring tag on a movie. They slapped the name on a movie that was right, right, and it wasn't even about. And the the devil made me do it was in the title of the movie, but that was the tiniest piece of the plot. Ninety percent of the movie had nothing to do with that story arc, and every other conjuring movie is based on a true story and they all pretty closely follow the true events that happened. And then all of a sudden in the third movie, it's like 90% of the movies fabricated with like 5% vague facts. 
Right, they, right, they didn't right. have a story, so they manufactured one, and but they failed. But that's what I'm saying. Like that—that that was my whole thing that I'm trying to trying to say is like they're so low. Conjuring, Spiral, Candyman—they're literally bottom four, just because Escape Room was to me the worst. Mm-hmm. But then you got a movie like Unholy. <laughs> you know, like that movie was—it wasn't that good, but I enjoyed it because it, it made me laugh. You know. It was one of those horrors that, like, it, it's one of those horrors that you can show somebody that doesn't like horror and be like, well, what was the scary part about it? You know, was it like this? Was it lightning? Was it like whatever? You know, like Nighthouse creeped me out because I see things at night, you know? So, like, those movies don't have a tag. It's not like Conjuring, Malignant, made, you know, uh, uh, Gabriel made me do it. You know, like, it wasn't. It wasn't, nothing was slapped on these movies. And like Candyman, as much as I love Candyman, take away Candyman, make it another villain, and the movie is still good. You know, take away Saw, and Spiral is still good. You know, I can't say the same for The Conjuring, but... The Conjuring is the worst. Right, right. The Conjuring, it just wasn't that scary. I was personally offended by the Conjuring. La Llorona was was more scarier than the Conjuring. Nothing is scary about La Llorona. That movie was was terrible. The Conjuring 3 is still worse. Yeah. The Conjuring universe is really tanked. Like, but but they have, they they do have good movies. They do, but like, they do have good retrospectives. The last two, La La Llorona wasn't good. Um, The Conjuring 3 wasn't good. Annabelle 3 was okay. Like, you've got, you got a lot riding on that you have to really knock it out the park when, with the sequel to The Nun. I feel like The Nun was really decent, pretty solid. And The Nun scared the shit out of me. And just the ending where she, like, defeats the demon by spitting the blood of Christ on him. Great ending. Right, right. Right, right. Like, the nun scared the shit out of me. Well, yeah, and, like, I like how they, they where they're going with it, but... But they tie the nun so well into the Conjuring movie when they're yeah. showing, like, hey, remember this guy, uh, the French boy? Well, guess what? That's the guy that we were showing you in the original movies. So, like, that was cool. That was great, you know? But, like, you have these other movies, they slap slapped on name tags and wanted us to buy them and it's like i do really want to see and they showed a small clip of it in the conjuring 3 the family from the amityville horror because ed and lorraine warren did also investigate that i would really really love to see something in the conjuring universe taking on that story but i don't foresee it happening because they showed the family briefly in this movie and to make an entire spin-off movie of it, they would have to get either the same actors from that scene or people that looked very similar. I mean, maybe they did put it in there for the potential to do that in the future. I would love to see that. How do you do that, though, when we just had Amityville horror movies? Listen, there are, like, over 30 Amityville horror movies, and I will watch all of them. That's fine. You know, there's like 30 Night the, of the Living Dead. The story's know? public domain. Anyone could make an, an Amityville horror. Like, we could make one right now. Like, it's not copyrighted yeah. by anyone. Unfortunately, the house, they, they renovated so the windows aren't the same. So if you go to the town of Amityville, the uh, window, like, you can't see, you can't notice the house. Yeah. Um, you can figure it out. Like, it's online 
on Reddit, but like out of respect for the people that live there and spent a lot of money in changing the facade of the house so people don't bother them, you should go and bother them. I just, that's like one of my favorite stories. It's a childhood memory of being into horror at a very young age. And I would love to see that combined with The Conjuring, which is one of my more recent favorite series. And I just know if they do do it, it is going to end up letting me down. But I still have hope. I know when I see it, I will be severely... I will be severely disappointed because it will not be a good movie, but I'd still like to see it. I mean, who do you get to direct it? You're not going to get James Wan, who brought the best out of the Conjuring universe. Um, the guy who did The Nun... Um, I forget his name. Actually, that, that might have been James Wan, too. Regardless, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's still Conjuring movie. It's still going to make people... If they make it in a Conjuring universe, it's still going to make people come out and watch it. You know, you got some sort of Yorona spinoff type thing that's supposed to be coming out, I think I read. So, like, you're just still going to, they're going to pump it like Star Wars movies. You know, they're going to slap Star Wars. They're going to, you know. I'm okay with other spinoffs. I would hope for, like, the respect of Ed and Lorraine Warren. I would hope that they, like, kind of stop making movies with them. Especially the last one where, like, in every other movie, it was a story about them and, like, true events that they took part in. And this last movie was completely fictional, all fabricated events. And Ed and, Lor- Ed and Lorraine just played, like, characters in a made-up story. It felt really weird to me. Maybe if the entire series had started that way and they did, like, kind of fake adventures of Ed and Lorraine and they were all made-up stories. I'm in for that. Maybe, but... For like, them to, for the first two movies in the franchise to be so accurate to true events and have the third one be completely inaccurate, completely fictional, it just doesn't feel right. I think they should do like a 10-year reprieve. Five, 10 years. Like, like we've been so oversaturated with similar movies and they're really pumping it out and they're going to pump them none out and they're going to pump this La Llorona sequel out. I would be fine with like a five-year break after that. And then something new. Someone new will come along and have a fresh idea. And it will probably suck, but it might not. So I, I would be willing to do that. Like, Kind of like cleanse the palate. Because you're not going to get anything of, of substance. Because, like, like, I mean, Annabelle, Annabelle, like, they, they might make another Annabelle film. And they do not need a fourth. I could see... I could see a movie coming out about Robert the doll, who's like another haunted doll that's really famous. I could see a movie coming out, like a fictional movie based on him. I want to see a movie based off Zach Bagans. We have that. It's I mean, called Grave Encounters. No. Well, <laughs> he also has a documentary. Like, I, but I want to see like a movie about him. What is it called? Like the Demon House or something? Yeah, he does a lot of like he does a lot of shit where he like buys haunted stuff and like investigates it, but I would love to see like him but like you said doing fake things like solving crimes. I would love to have with, him as a guest on the podcast. Zach Baggins, if you can if you're listening <laughs> 
No, is it I... Baggins, like Bilbo. Yeah, Zach Baggins. Yeah. Oh, Baggins, Baggins. If, I mean, if you're listening, please team. send us an email at five dollar movie club at gmail dot com. Yeah. Do hobbits have email? I will give you a thirty minute chat about how much I love Ghost Adventures. If you do decide to, even we will not pay you. But we'll buy you one. $5 movie ticket. It must be on a Tuesday. We will not spend more than $5. Well, I think it's like tax. So like 5 what would it be? 535 Something like that. $5.50 max, and I'll personally buy whatever snack you want because... I'm not buying you snacks at the theater. I will smuggle you in anything from the Dollar Tree. Or, the or McDonald's or the Chinese place. Yeah. Yeah, and I will buy you a soda from... Um, the concession stand because that's just what I do. I'll buy you a McDonald's soda. I'm not paying $7 for a soda. No, but I I do when I go. So, like, I would do that for Zach. You are single-handedly keeping, keeping Cinemark open. Cinemark, <laughs> when I come by, you already know. I mean, like, it balances out. We smuggle a lot in. We, we do buy. Like, I buy popcorn. I like how you guys just threw out how you guys smuggle all this shit in. What are they going to do? Stop us? They don't know what it'll look like. We are never getting that sponsorship. <laughs> Santa Mark, if you sponsor one, half of this podcast is fictional. The part where we smuggle things into your, your stuff is purely fictional. We would never do that. Please and by sponsor. fictional, he means real chanel. No. Allegedly, for entertainment purposes only. Yeah. We Support would... your local theater. But if you're interested in learning how to sneak in Chinese food and burritos, sushi burritos, also um, email us or hit us up on like Instagram or something. We'll let no. you know how to do it. We'll go over. We'll, we'll wrap this up. There's like a couple of horror movies left coming out um, for the year. Halloween Kills come out comes out. Someone Inside Your House, which is another James Wan film. Banner year for him after taking a break from horror. Came back with three films. Uh, he's tied to three films. Um, Lamb, which looks fantastic. That might be my favorite. Antlers, which I've been waiting for. Everyone's been waiting for. Guillermo del Toro. Um, his return to horror. And Last Night in Soho, which looks like it could be a lot of fun. I'm really excited for all of these. Like they all look really good to me. I'm excited for Halloween, obviously. Um, because so, why not? But it's Halloween. I love Halloween, but it does look like it's gonna be an action film. But whatever, it's gonna be fun. You yeah. say like it's a bad thing. I mean, no, I'm excited. It just yeah. a lot of these pandemic movies really did not live up, but these seem like some really solid titles coming out. I have pretty high expectations for all of them. It's gonna be a fun couple weeks coming up. Yeah, yeah. if you watch, before you watch Land, make sure to watch What Happened to Monday. Um, not a horror movie, but just a good movie. There's also a movie Black Sheep, if you just like movies that are horror, but also have furry creatures. Yeah, so uh, with that being said, I guess uh, we close out our first episode. Um, it's also like a trial episode, I guess we'll call it. Yeah. So. Make- Make sure to follow us on Instagram at $5MoviePod. If you have questions, comments, or cryptids, you can also send us an email at $5MovieClub at gmail.com. And for whatever reason, if you have 
anything movie related, anything like I don't know, I guess horror related or not even horror related, but just like send us your ghost stories. Yeah. Um send us ghost stories. Um <laughs> if you know us and you wanna get hooked up and, and, and come and, and, and tell us your ghost stories, you know, on the podcast, feel free to hit us up. Um yeah. We're always down for, for a good ghost story. And that's a wrap.